Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Cult Pop Show podcast was brought to you by our Patreon. If you want to tell us which films we should watch, get up to two extra exclusive podcasts a month, give us something to talk about in the post credit scene at the end of each episode, or join us for our monthly movie club Zoom call where we discuss a film together, then please consider joining the cult and donating at www.patreon.com slash Richard, Richard, Richard of the podcast, what have you got to say? Richard, Richard, Richard of the podcast, watch out for that hard pee! But we've got pop filters, <laughs> we protect ourselves, yeah. unlike George. Mm. There's no tree filters, there's no nets to stop him crashing into those trees. Richard, cut me off anytime you feel <laughs> If you uh, want to get through this. Welcome to uh, the Carl Popshire podcast. I was just going to let you do the whole podcast by yourself. Hmm. Um, a dream of mine. <laughs> yeah. Something I'm very confident that I can do by well, myself. I've done, I've done a whole podcast by myself. Yeah, well, you can. I'm, you're better. You have 10,000 TikTok followers. I have 12,000, actually, but thank you for that. Well, let's, let's get this out of the way up top. <laughs> Okay. If you're joining us from TikTok. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. I haven't been able to. A- the AJ's the one that you're here for. So <laughs> give them, what do you think of different generations? Oh, AJ? Here's how different generations think of uh, George of the Jungle. Let's start with Millennial. <laughs> start, go. <laughs> um, yeah, the, uh, this is uh, the Cop Option Podcast. If this is your first time flying with the Cop Option Podcast, um, this is film franchise fortnights. Uh, where yeah, each different each fortnight we uh, watch and discuss a different film franchise. Um, and sometimes suggested by a Patreon, like this franchise was, which was <laughs> they inexplicably chose George of the Jungle, the two film franchise from Disney at the the turn of the millennium. And I I like. It's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest franchise the patrons have ever picked. Like, I can understand it maybe being suggested. I don't understand what compelled everyone to vote for it, especially because, like, is do people know George of the Jungle 2 as a thing? It's pretty obscure. I've got a George of the Jungle 2 story, but that's me. I don't know if anyone else does. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's usually... Usually we get our more classical what you think of when you think of a franchise options from patreon it's when we randomly generate it like we will be doing at the end of this episode that it's for the first time in a long time and i cannot wait so let's get Mm. through this episode (laughs) so we can randomly draw the next one yeah Mm. i just want to know what the next two weeks of my life are going to look like (laughs) how exciting (laughs) well it is it is yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, so this is a, a two film franchise. Uh, first one came out in 1997, starred Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. uh, at the kind of 
the height of his of his star power. Well, not quite, because because the mummy was after. It's pre- yeah, I feel um, like it was post Encino Man, pre the mummy, Brendan Fraser, yeah. and he he apparently got this uh, got the mummy because of George of the Jungle. Um, I feel like he got George of the Jungle because of Encino Man. They're very similar. Almost. Oh no, no, exactly but like he, he, yeah, 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 right, right. <laughs> but um, but it was like explicitly um, Stephen Summers saw him in George of the Jungle and and you know thought to cast him. In That's very interesting. That's a very interesting insight into what someone like Stephen Summers looks for in his, like, hmm. action movie heroes. Well, yeah, it could, it could have been that, like, you know, he thought, oh, you know, someone like Brendan Fraser would be cool, but um, what if he had, like, a godlike physique? <laughs> and then he saw, oh, wow, he can. <laughs> but, yeah, this was followed six years later by a direct-to-DVD sequel or directed video uh, called George of the Jungle 2. Um, first one was directed by Sam Weissman. Second one was directed by David Grossman, and um, George has now. Um, I didn't even write down who who plays him in the second one. Um, <laughs> poor, um, poor Christopher Schauman, who is um, on on Wikipedia and you know, on the side has like the starring section. He is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth. Wow. build ninth build <laughs> well and and the the actual george the jungle 2 movie he is also ninth build in that but it's like introducing what's his name i've already forgotten mm. as george um but we're, i guess we'll get to that um because there's a lot of i'm interested to hear, hear your thoughts i'm interested to hear my thoughts <laughs> Because I'm maybe going to formulate them as we're recording a little earlier than we usually do um, as an earlier in the day. It's uh, 10 to 11. So as you can imagine, I'm very tired. (laughs) Um, Been up all night making TikToks, uh, reading comments. Yeah, pretty much. It's the TikTok celebrity life, dude. You You don't tick if you can't talk is what they say, basically. Oh, yeah. Um... It's lost on me. Sorry. <laughs> if you start a TikTok, I'll, I'll I can probably boost your numbers. I'll do a duet, <laughs> a duet with you. That's apparently how it works. <laughs> well, thank you very much for um, your act of charity. Um, I I don't know. Yeah, I I, um, I don't know what I would do. Hmm. Neither did I until I just made one about generation gaps, and now that's all I'm allowed to make. Apparently, according to the maybe TikTok that's album. what I'll do. Yeah, compete with me. <laughs> um, okay, so what is George of the Jungle about, AJ? George of the Jungle is, uh, it is. are we talking about what it's based on or anything like that? Should I bring no, that up? No, just tell me the plot of the film. The film. I'll okay. do the okay. what it's based on. Okay. Um, it is about uh, um, a man named George who, um, you know, a, several years earlier was a, he, when he was a baby was in a plane crash in the jungle in a place called Bakuva, I think is the name of the jungle. Yeah, Bakuvu. Bakuvu. And no one could find the baby. And so in a very very Tarzan-esque fashion, he grows up amongst the animals, becomes sort of king of the jungle. um, And then one day a expedition lady named Ursula and her evil fiancé Lyle show up and um, Ursula is 
you know, nearly eaten by a lion, so George saves her, and they 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 have a romantic spark together, um, and it ends up with everyone going to San Francisco, and everyone doesn't want Ursula to marry George. They want her to marry Lyle, uh, but in the end, she picks George and moves back to the jungle with him. Um, and one thing I haven't mentioned is that these are very... Uh, child-friendly slapstick comedies with heaps of silly cartoon sound effects and talking animals and maybe I know at least our third franchise that stars the voice of John Cleese but I feel like it's probably more than three because he always Hmm. does shit like this Um, he was of course in in Shrek and Beethoven are the two I can remember him providing his voice for oh yes yeah, i'm yeah, sure yeah. he's he been in more. A christmas one wasn't yeah he? um and he plays the ape named ape in in both george of the jungle movies because john mm. cleese is not above a straight to video sequel <laughs> uh what else is he in that we might uh, that we might have covered um yeah he's in the the three spud movies hmm that's the kind of work. Those those are the kinds of incredible roles that John Cleese lands. Mm. But um, we'll also when we do Harry Potter, that'll be another one. Mm. Yeah. Although I guess he also does play him, not just. Oh no, he is in. Um, he's in Rudyard Kipling's The Jungle Book. That's a live action one, though. He would have voiced one of the animals, though. No, it was he in the Stephen Summers one? Did the animals not talk in that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> they famously did not that's funny a a second steven summers connection we've just incidentally made on this episode hot damn all right anyway um george the jungle yeah so what have you seen this film before yeah i'd seen this a bunch of times when i was a kid i i feel like every kid of every every person of our age probably has a memory of george of the jungle um i feel like it was on tv Mine is a lot. watching it the other day oh really <laughs> mm. i i feel like it was on tv a lot um and i had uh flashes in my head of imagery from like i remember him standing on the golden gate bridge because this is also our like third or fourth golden gate bridge movie <laughs> that we've done recently um so yeah i don't know it's it's um yeah i'd, I'd seen it a couple of times but certainly not for like I might not have seen it for like 20 years. It might actually be a, wow. pre, a pre-eight-year-old AJ that saw this last. Wow. Um, what uh, What did you think of it? I think there is a... Just take your time. There's a very loud plane okay. flying over here. All right, okay, I'll take my time. What a <laughs> gift you've given me. Um, I think that, that there is an argument... I normally you only get one minute <laughs> to, tell, to tell your funny jokes, don't you? I, I think that... that, that <laughs> Dan in our Discord, um, who is this close to becoming just a mod of the Discord, and I nearly made him a mod, but couldn't figure out how to do it. So hold tight, Dan. Um, he he's he's he was a big advocate for this movie. Um, I think he might have suggested it on Patreon, and uh, he described it as a very divisive film. And I was like, that's so interesting because yeah it totally is like i watched this with my flatmates and one of them thought it was fun and one of them was like this is a bad movie and i couldn't really tell i think that first of all it's it's important to judge it on a very specific uh, spectrum because it is a kids movie and when it and to, in terms of judging do, what it's trying to do i think it succeeds it is very much a, a live action cartoon essentially uh and it's just comes down to whether or not you enjoy that i think i enjoy some of the performances i enjoy some of the jokes and some of them have uh 
buried their way into my uh brain a lot more than i than i thought like everyone knows george of the jungle watch out for that tree but the one that um that i heard for the first time in potentially 20 years and i was like oh my god i used to say this all the time is when um two of the bad guys are yelling at the narrator and they're like why don't you just tell us where to go and the narrator goes because i don't like you and i was like oh my god me and my brother used to say that to each other all the time because of this movie <laughs> um so yeah i don't know i i am very i'm struggling i'm struggling to find how i think about this movie i certainly don't want to yeah. watch it again anytime soon but it, it was fun i guess it's just not it's maybe maybe it's an age thing maybe i'm too old for it maybe that's what it yeah, is yeah it, it is funny um yeah, because that like you you alluded to with the narrator, but this has like a very meta and fourth wall breaking, mm. um, which is turned up to eleven on the sequel. But um, yeah, it has a very like idiosyncratic sense of humor mm. um, that is actually quite aligned with mine. And this is one of those movies that it's like I feel like I would write this, you know, mm. like someone was like make a georgia the jungle movie and i was like in a bad mood about it <laughs> this would be like the fuck you like kind of script <laughs> i would write um but i i was just really not in the mood for it when Damn. i watched it and i think and i think we had this when uh when when we did austin powers as well mm. is that i was like i enjoy these movies and and the the these things i recognize as jokes and i'm like that's a good joke but they're not making me laugh and it's like yeah i just just felt but then actually when i watched the second one i was a little bit more in the mood for it yeah um but let's um let's just go straight to what's the second one about because i've only got two movies we're gonna have one big discussion okay. rather than dividing it too much sweet sounds good and then we're just gonna leapfrog back and forth mm. between plot points from the first and the second movie this is it's freeform jazz this podcast wow all right well george of the jungle 2 is set sometime later um george and ursula have a child now named Junior. A, a half man a half man what do you mean because he's not he's not a, one of the two men he's a half man <laughs> Oh right, right. He's he's the boy from Two and a Half Men who became a Jehovah's Witness and left the show. And you can see yeah. it in his performance here. You can see. It. <laughs> um, it's it's a pre Two and a Half Men. What the fuck's his name? Jake Angus T. Jones. Ang- no, the kid. The character's name is Jake oh. Angus T. Jones. Um, yeah. Uh, so, um, the T stands for the Angus T. Jones. <laughs> yeah so i i I like i don't know why i started there because really what i think this when when i like go what's it about it's kind of about the deed to ape mountain which is where everyone lives in the bakuva 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 yeah um is stolen by lyle uh and they tried they're trying to like bulldoze it and turn it into like a theme park and it's all a big conspiracy theory or theory a big conspiracy put together by lyle and ursula's mother to who was a main character in the first film that i didn't mention um to make ursula fall in love with lyle again repeats a lot of the beats from the first film but Mm. it ends in a different climax which is um them protecting the jungle from bulldozers and stuff very similar to um barbie presents thumbelina um which is maybe a more well-known movie than george of the jungle 2 <laughs> sound off in the comments uh so the the most significant uh thing about this film is that um a couple of the members of the cast are did not 
return. So well, in, a couple of the members of the cast did return, and everyone else didn't. Okay, sure. Um, so instead of uh, Brendan Fraser, we have what's his name? <laughs> Someone Showerman. As what else has he done? He's he's playing George of the Jungle uh, now. It's literally like. He's known for his role as George and George of the Knuckle too. Um, and the, at the start, when you first see him, the narrator's like, who the heck are you? And he's like, oh, me new George. Studio too cheap to pay, Brandon Fraser. Which, uh, I'll get to this in a second, but when I first saw this movie, I was the exact right age to think that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard in a movie. It, it's a very, it's a quite a famous joke. I yeah, think. Right. Like, I've, I've seen it referenced. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you want to come back to that, that's fine. Uh, and also Ursula is recast. She was played by Leslie Mann in the first film. Uh, and this film she's played by the lady from Dexter. What's her name? Uh, Julie Benz. Julie Benz. Uh, and when I watched Dexter as a teenager, I remember being like, how do I know Julie? What do I know Julie Benz from? And then I was like, oh, she's in George of the Jungle. And it wasn't until this week, Richard, that it's actually because she's from George of the Jungle 2, <laughs> not George of the Jungle 1. And I saw this movie more recently than George of the Jungle 1, uh, which was still probably <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> but You can't have seen this film okay, 20 years no, ago. I it think, wasn't out yet. I think the last time I would have seen George of the Jungle 1, I would have been 7 or 8. And the last time I saw George of the Jungle 2 would have been 10 or 11, I think. Mm, put um, that in your talking ticket. Yeah. All right. Uh, and yeah, I don't know if any, anything else needs to be said. There's there's a whole Las Vegas plot because Ape, the ape named Ape, is now working in Las Vegas. Mm. Um, that sort of thing. He's uh, sold into slavery. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and <laughs> I don't know. I guess so. I I distinctly remember in 2000 when did this come out when did this movie come out 2003 i distinctly remember in 2003 going to a, a blockbuster with my family and seeing this on the shelf and me and my brother being like yo let's get george of the jungle too because we were both very big fans of the mummy and have you seen the cover for george of the jungle too the poster for it yeah it looks like brendan fraser <laughs> like it, we thought we assumed it was it looks exactly well, like why brendan. wouldn't you yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we got it thinking it was a Brendan Fraser movie and then um quickly discovered it wasn't. Uh and I just yeah, I remember there's another line later in the movie where where the narrator references Brendan Fraser and, and I remember thinking that was funny. Um but Yeah. This this has always felt like a movie that I knew about that no one else knew about. Um, not not in a proud way, not like it was my little secret because I didn't. Know <laughs> it was, it was a sh in a shamed way. I can tell you one thing: when I started watching this and it got to the studio too cheap to pay Brendan Fraser line, I was overcome with this feeling of like, I would, I never thought I was going to see this movie again. <laughs> I can, this, this has existed as a vague memory for so long. I can't believe I'm seeing this movie again. <laughs> mm. Um, but this watching it this time round. I think as far as straight-to-DVD sequels go, um, it's sort of its wry sense of humour and its its meta-narrative and the fact that it, it knows how cheap it is. I think it does the film favours. I think there mm. there is it, it is it is Well, I think I think as well that the that the first film established this as like a potential tone for it. Mm. Like if if the first one had none of this and then it just it just started like this you'd be like what is happening yeah 
Yeah, yeah exactly. it'd be like if when they recast James Bond, they had like the character look into the camera and mention that like he was played by a different actor and that like and referencing something happening to a previous one. It would just it wouldn't work. <laughs> it would never work. Um, and <laughs> well, just on a major Uh And I think that. Um, it's it is a it is a weaker movie than the first one only because it doesn't it literally doesn't have Brendan Fraser and I guess Leslie Mann although Julie Benz is I don't know I feel like she's about as good as Leslie Mann um the yeah so it's weaker because it doesn't have the same elements but if this was Brendan Fraser returning for this movie um I don't know, the bar isn't set that high by the first one, so I don't think it's it's worse in any other respect. Uh, it's maybe a little derivative. A lot of the story beats are repeated. Um, mm. But, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah. So, speaking of Brendan Fraser not returning, do you know why he didn't return? Was he too famous? Was the studio too no, cheap? No, he has no idea. He would have loved to have been asked. What? What the <laughs> yeah. hell? That is weird. Yeah. That's so weird yeah. because, like, Thomas Hayden Church, who plays Lyle, he's back. Yeah. John Cleese is back. The um, uh, Sarah Paulson's wife, who plays uh, uh, Ursula's mum, is back. Ursula's mm. dad's not no, back. No, actually, um, Ursula's mum's recast. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're different actresses. You are, you're joking. No. Nah, you're so you're pulling my nuts one. right now. <laughs> no, I um, I refuse to believe this. They are the same woman. I, They're I, the same was... woman. They are. <laughs> I I still don't believe you. You're gonna look this up and see that you're mistaken. That's how. In the first movie, in the first movie, it's Holland Taylor, and the second one, it's Christina Pickles. <laughs> I gotta look these ladies up. So so one is um Evelyn Harper on Two and a Half Men, and the other one is Judy Galler on Friends. And I thought they were the same person until until looking at this up. What's the second? Ju- someone Pickles, Holland Taylor and Julia Pickle, uh, Christina Pickles. <laughs> Richard, this is fucking bananas, dude. This is <laughs> this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh my god! <laughs> if everyone could please look up Holland Taylor and Christina Pickles, uh, they've a like it's been it's been nearly twenty years since the second film, so they look a bit different now. But if you find mm. photos of them from around two thousand three. Or like I just mean just I mean, look them up in Georgia the Jungle, their respective It's pretty fucking good recasting. It's incredible recasting. <laughs> it's maybe the best recasting I've ever seen. Holy yeah. shit. And it's in George of the Jungle too. That's what I'm giving the honor of the best recast I've ever seen. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Well, Thomas Hayden Church yeah. is back. You're not gonna take that away from me. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um apparently in the audio commentary for um uh Spider-Man 3, mm-hmm. there's a they show like Flint Marco's um Thomas Hayden Church's character's like mugshot and he's like see that's the one that was in George of the Jungle. <laughs> that's funny i actually thomas hayden church is maybe the highlight of these movies for me Mm. Uh, especially in the first one i think he's great and and uh, as as real fun to 
to see him return. He gets plucked out of the from, uh, from the sky by the narrator at the end of the season. Yeah, I was going to say, it ends with a bit of a deus ex machina. <laughs> literally. Like literally, the most literal form of that <laughs> um, possible. Yeah, he, he ends up fighting with the narrator at the end of the film. And then a, a hand, a literal hand of God reaches down from the heavens mm. and pulls him up by his underwear, giving him a super seismic wedgie. Mm. Just um, as he deserves. Mm. How would you rate um, the mid, late 90s to mid 2000s uh, character gets hit in the nuts trope in these films? They get, the, George will fall into a tree, he'll fall down the tree and conk himself in the nuts on a branch and it'll do a close-up of his face and his eyes go cross-eyed and he goes Boo! <laughs> and, and like this i feel like watching this i was like oh my god this is an entire culture <laughs> of, of, yeah. of mid, late 90s nut to shots. mid 2000s nut shots and, and family-friendly movies it's like the one mm. vaguely dirty joke they get away with although there are a couple of dirty jokes in george of the jungle too as well there's a part where George is trying to relate to all the animals and he's like, he's like, we learned to do this together. We learned to do this together. And then he goes to a gorilla. We looked at play ape together for the first time or something. Yeah. Like yeah, that. yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So how would you rank the two films? The first one's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The overwhelming uh, majority of people agree with you, um, <laughs> including myself. So, um, George, uh, George of the Jungle 1 has 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, and George of the Jungle 2 has, do you want to take a guess? Doesn't have a Rotten Tomatoes score. 17%. Oh. <laughs> um, we don't we don't normally read these out, um, but I, you know how, like, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't have one for the second one, but does for the first one, where it reads out, um, it, like, summarizes the reviews. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, Critical and consensus. And so it says, yeah, um... George of the Jungle is faithful to its source material, which unfortunately makes it a less than compelling feature film, which is great that it's like, yeah, there's a good adaptation, but it's not like, well, it's adapting isn't very good. But um, yeah, so this is an adaptation of a cartoon, a quite a, a famous popular cartoon, um, which um, like, like, what's your kind of knowledge of the George of the Jungle TV series? Uh, I don't even know what it fucking looks like. I'm actually going to look it up now. No, don't look it up for oh, okay. a second. But what would you what would you assume? Um, so it's Jay Ward, right? Is the yeah who Rocky and Bullwinkle? Yeah, so that that's sort of what I'm thinking yeah. of. How long do you reckon it ran for? Oh my god, it'll be something crazy like 13 episodes or something, right? Or 17 episodes. Right. It ran from um, September to December 1967. <laughs> it ran for 17 episodes, but the episodes were half-hour shows um, with three six-minute stories in them. Um, one was George of the Jungle, one was Tom Slick, and one was Super Chicken. And the George of the Jungle theme song is about a minute long. So when the first movie came out, it doubled the amount of George of the Jungle content in existence. Wow. Because there's like <laughs> about 90 minutes worth of George of the Jungle across the entire series, which is insane. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
but it just has this really really catchy theme song and i think that's that's yeah. it's that's its entire legacy it absolutely is like whenever and i like it as well i think it's a great mm. theme song and when it was oh, yeah. playing in the credits of each film it's like i sat through the credits because i was like mm. i like the song i it's not it's not even the singing i like it's the it's the bongo drums that i think is like it's so funny yeah and like and then also you're treated if you stay through to the end of the credits of the second film which mm. you, you did yeah where the narrator is like go on go home nobody nobody cares about these credits anyway and then a sultry female voice comes on and says um like well contractually we have to show the credits like well who are you and she's like i'm the narrator from mulan (laughs) (laughs) and then they end up like snuggling but yeah there's there's this this movie almost like defies um like critical rating you know like Mm. this is you know um roger ebert's review of human centipede where he refuses to give it a star rating and he says like this this doesn't exist in a world with stars there's no there's no lightness in this Um, and i think it's um like it's a bit harsher but yeah it's like this doesn't exist in a world where things are judged critically Mm, (laughs) you know like um yeah it's it's insane like this is a five-star movie and a zero-star movie all, all wrapped in, in, in one. Yeah, that's a good way to put um, it. Yeah, and, and, and it's it's just absolute insanity. And it's like, whatever whatever you you rate it, people are going to be like, okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why yeah, I landed safely on three stars on my letterbox ranking. I think I gave it one. I think I was just like, this is... I, I want to... Um, I want to make a statement. With wow. And then um, you've forgotten but, what that statement was, apparently. <laughs> you can't remember. No, that's my statement. Okay. All right. Thank you. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck you. All right. Okay. Um, so there, there, was, there, there was a series that debuted in 2007. Yes, I knew about um, this. As well, called George of the Jungle. Um, and that was... It's it's one of the it's very obviously made using flash animation. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, like I'm it's fam- that it's that very distinct style. Yeah, I'm, I'm more familiar with that cartoon than the original. Yeah. So it came out in 2007 and um, finished in 2017 after two seasons, which were separated <laughs> by eight years. <laughs> wow, that's insane! What a strange, strange legacy George of the Jungle has. Yeah. Everything, every single addition to this franchise is it makes you go like oh yeah like the first what, the one fa- yeah. is like yeah it's 17 episodes and there's a the, george is only in five minutes of each episode and you go oh that's pretty mm. weird and then like and then they made that into a movie oh that's pretty weird and then they made a sequel to that movie six years later where they recast some of the most important roles including brendan fraser and you're like oh okay and then they made a <laughs> a 2007 yeah. remake of the series despite you know no clamoring for it it's like oh, okay and then they made a second season <laughs> and what, eight, eight years, years later, later. <laughs> <laughs> like what is the you know you see things like um you see shows or movies or, or different IPs come back because it's like they know studios know that this is a trusted name. And it's you, the movie that that people that we need right now. Yeah, right. And so, <laughs> yeah, that that's what it is. It's not at all wanting to make money. Um, and but it makes sense. It's true with things like I mean, the biggest example would be Star Wars. People are always going to go see a Star Wars film, so you bring back Star Wars. Go see a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I love I love Jessica Walter. I'm so sad. Um, 
the like you know you bring you bring out episode seven in 2015 of star wars and it's like yeah it's time but like did george mm. of the and then Jungle... you bring out episode nine in um 2019 and people go time's up time's up um <laughs> the, like no one's going to see george of the jungle in 1997 was it mm. because of 30 the, years after the show yeah came out. because of the show kids don't know about it and it's so it's so weird so it can't be a marketing decision to keep reviving this property it must be like someone wants to make a jungle man movie that isn't tarzan which is public domain and what and also the, george, george of the, the jungle, jungle came out two years before tarzan as well <laughs> which is insane that it's like yeah it's it's, it's disney parodying themselves before they did the serious one mm. yeah because yeah. i mean obviously tarzan the eddie grass borrows idea and, and and novel um or series of novels i guess um yeah yeah like you say it's in the public domain it's kind of like it's it's a tried and true idea it's it's a idea in the public consciousness but you know disney's one is like kind of what well, there's like shared imagery between them mm. of them like and the second one i think it is though um where he's like sliding along the tree vines oh. but he's like oh my feet are getting hot and it's like this is this is you're making fun of Tarzan. The the end of the second film is is him doing the um sliding along the Son of man. The, the tree branch and it's it's like you know how like the Disney's Tarzan famously like invented a new way to animate for, to do that scene. Of yeah. him. It's like that, but it looks horrible. And Angus T. Jones is swinging past on vines, but they've clearly filmed it on him swinging on a green screen, and they haven't matched like the angle and lighting properly, and it looks horrible. Speaking of which, the CGI in George of the Jungle Two is like <laughs> some of the worst like cgi in terms of when there's like supposed to be a cgi animal in the same plane as a as live action it's like some of the worst cgi i've ever seen it's very funny <laughs> um one thing that i want to talk about richard and i want to um this is this is me clamoring to find something intelligent to talk about with george the jungle franchise um i want to read a dissertation or something that's like or maybe even write one that's like uh the depiction of colonization and and um nice. indigenous people in george of the jungle because this, these one of the, i think the most interesting thing about these movies is that um th in both movies there there's like a tour guide troop of um like african like native african people and they it, it would be very easy in a movie from this time period um to sort of ignorantly portray these characters um and and what we would now see as, as like, like as like savages yeah yeah and, and see see it now as, as as a problematic light but um it 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 doesn't it's these movies both these movies um, are very much on the right side of the the subtle racial uh, conversation it's having. You know, it doesn't go into it, but like the the guides are depicted as the smart, uh, funny, and and more definitely more likable characters than like Lyle, who's a dumb rich white man. And there's a scene in the first one where he like tries to show them his amazing, you know, th he thinks that they only have primitive technology, so he's showing them like a, his camera and stuff, and they know more about cameras than him. And I thought mm. I just thought that was cool that that it has that it's yeah it's it's it has the foresight to be like no the rich white americans are the dummies here yeah 
you know and, and i really liked that yeah and that is that is repeated in the second one as well mm. speaking of intelligent like um readings of things mm. i read a um something quite interesting uh, I just happen, happened to stumble across this yesterday. It's it's for Tarzan, but it works for George of the Jungle. <laughs> but why does Tarzan or George wear a loincloth? Mm. Obviously, you know, for the, the, the outside of the universe reason is that you, you want to cover up the actor's genitals because otherwise the movie would be incredibly inappropriate. Mm. Um, but... You know, he, he was the, raised by apes. They don't they don't wear clothes, and th- there's seemingly no reason. But the reason is um, that that or this 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 fan theory posits is that um, relative to other primates, um, and, or and you know, um, yeah, whatnot, um, humans actually have la- larger than average penises. Hell yeah. And um and and small average to smaller than average penises uh, uh sorry testicles um relative to their to their body size but the, the penis is much larger um, not us though right Richard a couple of big ball boys <laughs> <laughs> um but they um yeah so Tarzan or George as a kid even as a kid would have been larger than than his, than his ape friends. And so it's probably just relentlessly bullied at ape school mm. for having a for having a big dong, Aww. and that's why he covers up. That's really sad. Mm. But you know, George of the Jungle is packing, bro. That, these, oh yeah, it's Brian Fraser. These movies sexualize him so much; it's insane that these are kids' movies. Like, mm-hmm. if this was gender swapped, there'd have to be a lot more. Um, well, they wouldn't have to be, but there would be a lot more conservative portrayals of of a someone raised in the jungle i think of of the female gaze yeah yeah but like there's a scene famous scene in the first one where brendan fraser has just got out of the shower after they go back to san francisco and like one of ursula's friends walks in and sees him like standing there naked and he's like glistening and he's got like rippled abs and it's like jesus the dong down to the floor this is a kid's movie this is this looks like it's out of like porn for her sex in the city (laughs) yeah yeah totally yeah there's something about like the setting of it being like in a american city and 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 something like these stuff like that it's like Mm. It feels, yeah, it feels, it feels over the top. I'll say Samantha's it. landed herself a jungle man. <laughs> I couldn't help but wondering, maybe I was off the jungle. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I kept telling George to watch out for the tree, but maybe I needed to watch out for me. There you go. That was better. <laughs> that was good. Thank you very much. But there's a scene in the second one, Richard, where um, it's in the climax and everyone's doing their bit to fight the environmentalists. No, they are environment. They're fighting the the people tried to destroy the environment, um, and he faces off against two female henchmen, and they're like attacking him. And he says, he he <laughs> makes a comment about how he doesn't want to hit hit a lady, and then um, they hit him, and he says the line. Something something like George now realized he have to hit woman. <laughs> it's like that. And I was like, ah, why did you write yourself into a corner where you had to say that line? What a strange place to put it. Um, and, and then he doesn't actually beat them up. Well, I think it's, get... it's a good lesson for kids that it is okay to hit. <laughs> <laughs> and then a kangaroo. I think, I think the rule shouldn't be don't hit women. It should just be don't hit anyone. Right. Have you ever been in a fight? Uh, no. Neither. Not like a proper one. But I do remember one time where um, 
this girl uh, who I knew, and and so we, we were like standing outside course. It was like we'd, we'd, there was, it was when I was doing acting, so it was like some night performance or something like that. Me and a few guys were standing around, and um, this girl who we knew was like antagonizing the guys across the street. Mm-hmm. I think they they may have they may have made some like catcall comment or something like that, and then she was like screaming at them and and very much like trying to incite some kind of fight and said like come over here then we'll fuck you up and it's like you just walked over to us and now you're like trying to put us in this situation <laughs> where you expect us to fight for you and so one, one of the guys was like you know i'll fuck him up and i was like what is wrong with you children and so then the guys came over and they and they got into this situation so there was it was like it was like a four four and four kind of thing or something like that and there was this altercation and one of the guys like took a swing at me which i just like leaned back and avoided and then that was when and then i think that you know they ended up just telling them to fuck off or they, or they ended up leaving and it was like and people were like oh bro like if you'd fucking landed that hurt like it would have gone like we would like gone to this massive brawl and i'm like no like that's so stupid like <laughs> And and that was actually when I was like, this is actually the most childish way to solve your problems. Right. And like, if we'd gotten into a fight just then, I would have been so ashamed mm. of all of you and myself. Mm. And yeah, it's there was like, and because we're walking to the bus stop and because I, I, I was like, yeah, I didn't want to get into a fight. And they were like, ribbing me being like, oh, fucking pussy. Like... <laughs> Um, you know, I would have smashed Wait, those and guys. These and are like, drama kids, Richard. That yeah, you take yeah. wanting to get into a fight. This doesn't yeah. sound like drama kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, interesting. But yeah, there we go. Fighting is um, very childish. Don't hit anyone. Thank you. Um, how about this? At the end of George of the Jungle two, um, so Ursula has been hypnotized to think that that Lyle is her husband. And in the end, the hypnotism is broken when George kisses her. And it's like, oh, my God, he kissed her. That's so beautiful. But then at the end of the film, um, there are these three three women who are depicted as, like, literally in a parody of Charlie's Angels when they're introduced, um, have have also been hypnotized. And they need to break the hypnotist the hypnotism and so then there's a scene where george has these three women lined up and he romantically kisses each of them as ursula watches on clapping and one of them goes back for seconds and i was like someone got a boner writing this scene (laughs) um i I thought that i thought that scene was very funny because it's like um he kisses his wife and it's like wow a kiss from george was all it took to break the spell and it's not because he's in true love it's mm. just it right. has to be specifically george right I and guess that's so, that's so funny i think it, it, the problem is is that all the all the players in the scene are very like sexy they're like sexy. They're, they're all attracted to, they're all attracted to george and george is hot as well like even he's no brendan fraser but yeah. he, sometimes he looks like brendan fraser <laughs> sometimes yeah. he doesn't depending on the angle but it's it, it, there was a kinkiness to the scene that has like wife's watching and mm. they're in the jungle everyone's wearing jungle attire but then because because the but the one that goes back for seconds um don't you worry about her because she do, does still get to get some um, because she ends up with an ape, mm. an ape named Ape, and their apparent an named ape. tiny gorilla penises. Yeah, um, but gigantic gorilla balls. This is our second franchise in which ends with uh, one of the movies ends with um, a the bad guy getting sexually assaulted by a gorilla. 
Did you know that that was I was going to mention that, or I thought about that, but I was like, I know there's at least because what 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 one are you thinking of? What's the other one? Ace Ventura two. Ace with- Ventura two, but then also um, it's not a gorilla, but in the uh, American Pie Book of Love, that ends a with um, the, the 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 yeah moose sexually assaulting. Yeah, so I mean, and, and this one, it's not as uh, intense as those other two movies, but a, a gorilla kisses Lyle and and pulls him away to a bush and then actually in the second one as well um a gorilla kisses uh uh ursula's mum as well to distract her Mm. great above board stuff for disney's george of the jungle yeah um all right well i mean we're almost ready to move on to the segments this is going to be a nice tight episode Mm -hmm. of the podcast um but um you you might have heard of the release the snyder cut movement mm. uh, which was a successful movement to release the snyder's it. version of the justice league um that uh the, have you heard of the release the wiseman cut i've not tell me um, more movement well it's um according to the external links on the disney wiki <laughs> Um, this but that mistake is theirs not mine there is a change.org petition to release um the sam wiseman cut of george <laughs> of the jungle so this um when when okay so four this was from four years ago and um the petition was closed with 12 supporters um <laughs> So, George of the Jungle had has been a complete success in the box office for theaters to be released in July sixteenth, nineteen ninety-seven. That's a weird, <laughs> weird sentence. Um, but there are some missing scenes and footage where there rough cuts from the film and some deleted scenes because of some images we found on the Disney Wiki. So we could ask the director, Sam Wiseman, to see if he can find all the lost footage and the composers, Sheldon Allman and Mark Shaman, to be rehired or to reset the music score in different or still in the same order and some new score treatments to go along with it. Even with the editor, Kent Bader, who will be an honor to release the director cut once he had found all the footage and put them all together to make this film into a true actual version. Please consider signing in this petition to get the release of the director's cut of George of the Jungle as our goal to reach, even if you are a fan of this film. Thank you. This is even worse than Snyder Bros. I guess, well, I guess it's not. I guess they're not, it's probably a, a, a movie that deserves a director's cut a lot less, but it's not, Um, it's not, they're not as toxic, I guess. It's crazy that there's enough of a fan base for George of the Jungle or Weissman to want to release this at all. Right, you you consider twelve people a fan base? Yes, I have to. It's the only way. Hey, we've lasted a podcast for six seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. All right. Um. So we've kind of already gone over the continue the franchise that already exists. Mm. So there is though there is there is kind of a um, I don't know. I feel like we need to mention Dudley Do Right because it's so close to being like the, I don't think we have to. It, I'm going to mention it. It's so close to being the uh the dinner for schmucks to George of the Jungle's Meet the Parents because right, okay. Dudley Do-Right is a also a Jay right Jay what's his name? Jay Ward. A Jay Ward cartoon um that was adapted into a film which stars brendan fraser and i'm pretty sure there's like a wacky narrator i'm pretty sure it has all the same it's the exact and same it also deliver- um 
And it also stars Eric Idle, another Monty Python there you go. And it has all the same, like, yeah, accoutrement and delivery package mm. as George I've of the seen Jungle. Dudley do right before. Mm. And um and I I had assumed for years that it was like yeah we made George of the Jungle and then we made Dudley Do Right and it, this is the sequel mm, to like Zathura um, Cat in the Hat the Grinch yeah of. yeah or Zathura and Jumanji kind of thing like yeah. I thought it was that sort of situation a spiritual sequel or a spiritual follow up um but then mm. I looked into it because uh, we were talking about this in the Discord and <laughs> I couldn't be further from the truth not only is Dudley Do Right not Disney um but on the cover and like the marketing for it was like from the director who saw george of the jungle was mm. one of its big things. yeah it says um uh yeah they're different studios but it says um from the creator of george of the jungle and the star of george of the jungle and the acclaimed director who saw george of the jungle there you go and it's very much i don't know how they got away with it it almost feels like it's plagiarism because it's like essentially taking the style of of a different movie starring the same person based on a cartoon by the same guy. And, well, I and mean, what, what have they done that like would infringe on copyright? You're right. There? No, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's it's the strange mm. little thing where it feels more related than it is. The only thing I remember mm. from Dudley Do Right was um, when I'm calling you, will you answer too? It's like a yodel that they sing in it heaps and i feel like the horse is named horse or something like that like it's got another similar element i feel like it's the same movie it's, it's got brenda fraser and it's jay ward it's crazy anyway that's, i just wanted to, to give a nod to that would be a great um sort of it would be a great example of how to cross over our two patreon shows it's it's both arguably a generic a good generic movie podcast right, visit yeah. and arguably a um a uh film franchise follow-ups though maybe less so um but yeah hot damn Mm. yeah whatever happened to brendan fraser huh (laughs) has that been documented anywhere has anyone else made a big deal about brendan fraser and where he went Uh, i know he's in um doom patrol he voices a character in doom patrol and he was in a couple of other tv shows but he's also um he's in darren aronofsky's new film you know about that no what is it uh it's called the whale it's about a 600 pound middle-aged man named charlie who tries to reconnect with his 17 year old daughter brendan fraser brendan fraser is playing charlie oh nice that sounds cool the two grew apart after charlie abandoned his family for his gay lover who later died charlie then went on to binge eating out of pain all right so a spiritual successor to george of the jungle then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right what's your continue the franchise uh george of the jungle this is a 3. segment where we pitch a continuation of the franchise george of the jungle three uh we get someone else i couldn't give a shit what i think is strange about the series is that at the start of the first one it's like um they make a big deal about how the baby got lost and they're like they could not protect their most precious cargo and you go like any other movie goes so it's about george rediscovering his lineage and finding his family no it's not about that and the sequel's not about that either so that's what i'm pitching for the third one as george finds his parents it feels like nice. we that that's like literally just like a loose end that wasn't tied up from the first film it's just that it wasn't presented as like emotionally devastating even though it would have been to have lost your baby in the jungle (laughs) um all right my 
continue the franchise is called Georges of the Jungle. No. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, and it stars Brendan Fraser and the Shaoman guy. Wow, <laughs> he'll be so stoked to get the work. <laughs> all he's known got for is- his roles in George of the Jungle 2 and George's of the Jungle I was going to say um, all he's got is Doom Patrol <laughs> a little switcheroo <laughs> um, but yeah and you would have a joke that's like and he, um, we're back with George and then it's like the, the showman mm. and then it's like well, what's this and it's like Brandon Fraser needed paycheck <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> the, I think I, I had a false memory of Brendan Fraser actually playing himself in a cameo in george of the jungle 2 like mm. I was, when they're in the casino you might, are you thinking of um looney tunes back in action yes and that's in a that scene's in a casino as well isn't it we're in las vegas yeah and that's um he doesn't um that was kind of why he i think maybe wasn't approached or or his agent turned it down or something like that because um he was already committed to that right um to ah, that's Lily totally tunes. what i'm thinking of that's funny nice yeah Cool, good, good, uh, good. Two great little average as continue the franchises that we'll forget in a couple of days. Great oh, job. I thought my one was good. It's as good as my one. <laughs> well done, man. I'm, I'm s- proud of you. Thank you. I am Thank proud you. of you. All right, well, now it's time. Fuck, not even hit the hour mark yet. This is good. This is good. This is podcasting. Um, <laughs> we are going to do a little game called Franchise Roulette. So we, we need to rank so we long. Need to we rank that franchise. We haven't ranked oh. that franchise. Look, I'm on okay, the website. We've got we've got a we've got a letterbox list of all the franchises we've ever watched, <laughs> and we're just gonna rank it with the rest of them. It'll take a second. Okay. It's fine. There's <laughs> <laughs> 124 franchises let's chuck i reckon george of the jungle exists somewhere around big fat liar which is at 113 beneath jingle all the way and above bring it on is this sounding like a good <laughs> area for george of the jungle uh, <laughs> i reckon uh, below it's better than below bring it on is 300 i reckon above 300 but below bring it on sure Sweet. It's done. It is the 115th best franchise we've ever watched. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, trying to find out when was the last time we randomly chose a franchise. I think it was Three Colors in uh, November. Mm. Um, So, wow, yeah, it's been a long time. Damn, Barbie. It's coming. So, we've turned this into a little game where I'm going to randomly... I'm going to pull out my little random number generator. Um and um we are going to we've got a list of every franchise you can think of and we're going to i'm gonna your dog has been making several appearances so loud (laughs) in this episode yeah um he's not mine (laughs) okay well i didn't want to go into that (laughs) (laughs) i just live with a dog yeah um just flirting together but um yeah so <laughs> it's like a bojack horseman situation with yeah, yeah anthropomorphized yeah. humans i live with random a dog. number generator <laughs> um and then that's going to correlate to a franchise on this list and whatever it lands on we're going to oh my god i, I, I heard that i did one what was it <laughs> 17 um no it wasn't <laughs> so um, okay here we go randomly generating a franchise 74 did you hear that 74 
No, it was 54. Um, really? I, I yeah. swear that I, it's like a Yanny Laurel situation. <laughs> okay, well, let's do another one then. No, no, 54 is fine. Okay, all right, all right, all right, okay. Um, okay, so. Time to guess this franchise, AJ. Okay. It's a trilogy. Thank God. <laughs> That's the best news I've heard all day. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the same studio. It's a Disney trilogy. Mm. Mm. It's animated. Okay. Did all of them go to theaters? No. <laughs> just quite the, the opposite. Just the first one. Just the first one. Okay. Um, let me um, double check. Oh, fuck. Oh, Disney's. <laughs> just, just to say yeah. it. And now it. guess what it is. <laughs> um, I just want to check what the... What the the play the the sequels are because i'm not 100 sure but here we and go. there's not a live action remake not yet not yet <laughs> don't do that <laughs> um there was a clue um so okay yeah it's it's uh it's this the um director video sequels one is a sequel one is a prequel okay are we talking like like classic like disney princess kind of shit like yes Okay, um, Renaissance era? Yes. Okay, okay, Disney Princess. Is it Beauty and the... B- no, it can't be. No, no, it was... That was the next, that was the one below. It was um, 55. Okay, it's... No, it's... It's 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 a princess, not a... Yeah. Okay. Um, An actual princess as well. An actual princess. Oh, jeez. Um, I've no idea what I, I'm. I'm at a total loss for what it could be. Is it the Little Mermaid? It is the Little Mermaid. I oh. was going to say there's a character who famously has a boner in it. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. Um, <laughs> no, I thought I was going to guess the Little Mermaid a couple of minutes ago, but then you said prequel, and I was like, I don't think there's a prequel, but there totally mm. is, isn't there? Little Mermaid Two: Return to the Sea. And I've the Little seen Mermaid, it. Ariel's beginning. I've seen Return to the Sea. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so sorry, loser fans who were hoping <laughs> us to get, for us to get an ape-related franchise. For um, April. You're not getting one. <laughs> I mean, we did just have one. So Yeah, but um maybe yeah, there's there's a movement um among our fan base of twelve people um <laughs> to uh to make the this coming month or the current no not the current month the the, the next month April into April and make mm. make us do a bunch of ape related content um but that'll be bleeding over onto Patreon uh, where you can find us www.patreon.com forward slash cult um and. Yeah, I think I think we over there we do a couple other podcasts. Uh, Five dollars a month, uh, you can listen to film producer follow ups where we watch and review um, some other piece of content, something we would talk about and continue the franchise on an episode, um, whether that's uh, already out or isn't a movie, so we don't cover it on this podcast. And whether or it's a Barbie there's... book or a Barbie TV show or another Barbie <laughs> movie, yeah, we, do it we are there. getting a new Barbie movie, a Barbie Forever. So I'll probably do that. Yeah, and, and then there's also a generic movie podcast where we cover, for $10, we cover one uh, f- film friend, uh, without sequels, which mm. is suggested by the Patreon. Mm. Um, and so I think, yeah, you can probably expect some ape-related film for that. And, and look, 
Um, the Little Mermaid is maybe hilariously as far away from apes as, as maybe you could have got, um, like in terms of the animal <laughs> spectrum, I guess. Uh, but mm. maybe George of the Jungle can be an honorary April entry. Yeah. And so it's, it's un- you know, April extends beyond the human reaches of, of the month itself. It defies the mm. moon. <laughs> April defies nice. the moon. Uh, yeah, so you can also join our Discord if you want to talk about all this. This will be in the in the show notes below. And we're also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We have two YouTube channels. One is for our video essays. That's called Cult Popture. And we've got another one where we post this podcast and other stuff, um, including our movie club, which is also a Patreon thing. Uh, and that channel has recently been renamed again to Cult Popture. Again, it was Cult Popture 2, T-O-O. But as I'm sure you can imagine... Um, that just bore more confusion uh and before that it was the cop option podcast and i wanted to change it so that it was less has to be the podcast and it can be other stuff such as a video we filmed to celebrate our 50th patron uh that has yet to come out <laughs> we should probably get that released sometime soon um <laughs> and yeah. yeah we're also on tiktok there's a cold popture tiktok i'm also on tiktok aj from cold popture um if you want to see the only place where i'm objectively doing well on the internet <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah i mean join us at all these places message us tell us what you thought of george of the jungle um and also stay tuned for yet another patreon thing after this music playing under us stops uh, which will be a post credit scene, and we'll see you on the other side. Kia ora. Bye. Oh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Welcome to the post credit scene. This is, of course, a scene where if you donate $5 or more over at patreon.com slash you get to give us something to talk about in this, the post credit scene. And today's post credit scene comes to us from Ben Close, who, who asks, he wants us to talk about, Richard, he says, he says, do you think there should be a best title award at the Oscars? And who should be nominated? I'm glad you added that second part because my answer to the first part is probably not um <laughs> uh yeah no i don't think there should be uh, no no i don't think there needs to be a best title award but i'm happy to talk maybe about the mtv movie awards mm. yeah no that's a good idea i'm happy well, to. well there should about... be like the titlies um Ooh, like an award ceremony that, we should do that that like um we should do that, that would have <laughs> that um but you so you'd have like best pun title um best one word title um you know all these different things yeah um, and best title bomb, obviously. Yep. That would be the big award of the night. Let's let's do this at the end of the year, dude. Let's do the best tightly the tightly's awards. <laughs> I love that. That's right. so great. Um, I can talk about well, I mean, fuck, let's just call it there. <laughs> I think we've just we've just mined a <laughs> podcast episode out of this this concept. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> All right, see you later, everybody. <laughs>
I was going to go into my favourite titles, but now I'm like, well, no, I should save them. Oh, if it's for the year, I guess maybe I can... One title, when people ask me what's a good title, one I always go to is um, The Men Who Stare at Goats is one of my favourite movie titles because I think it's a great movie title because it um, it's about something, but it tells you in a different way because that movie is about like telekinesis, but the way that telekinesis is discovered is by staring at a goat until it explodes mm. or something like that. So it's, um, it's, it's a cool way to like enigmatically advertise what the movie is about. Speaking of um, good titles, I want to take this opportunity actually um, to um, redefend my um, the, the, what I said about Barbie and the Pink Shoes as a title. Okay, um, because I think I think I didn't make a hundred percent clear what I meant, um, and I've had a few people be like, "Yeah, I wonder about." It. And it's it's the 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 idea is I think to me that um, Barbie and the Pink Shoes, if you're treating that like um, a like a Criterion Collection film title, you know, so like name in the color item of clothing. Um, mm-hmm. There's something so interesting about that as like a titling scheme because the the bright color of the shoes kind of tells you a lot about the character. And also the fact that like, if you imagine, um, you know, you're referring to someone, if I'm like, oh, AJ, have you met Barbie in the pink shoes? That it's like, the fact that you're identifying this person by an item of their clothing tells you that like that's a big statement they're making with this item of clothing and i think and it's and the fact that they're called barbie in the pink shoes tells you a lot about that character for like in in all these kind of subtle ways um and it tells you like how characters refer to them um and yeah i think there's just something so fascinating about that as a titling scheme, as a way to refer to a character. And it's not like, it's not just the fact that she's wearing them. It's, it's, it's all those other kind of deeper things. And it's, it sounds art housey to me. And it's not just that it's how characters refer to them. It's the fact that the storyteller is using this as the signifier for the character. Mm. So if your film is called Barbie in the pink shoes, the, what the storyteller is communicating to you is that this is important in some way. And, um, that way could be because it emphasizes that, you know, maybe the Criterion Collection version of Barbie in the Pink Shoes, um, which is not the movie we saw, but it's <laughs> some parallel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it tells you that this is uh, maybe that maybe this character is more eccentric than those around her. That sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. And and it's like, um, yeah, because pink is like, you know, it's, it's a no one wears pink color shoes. for shoes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's like, or if you imagine like um, Emily in the red dress, like that's like, you'll be like, oh, I mean, I guess that kind of just reminds you of Emily and Perry. I just use that because it's my sister's name. Um, and she's, I think she can hear me recording this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> do, do, but, you, do you not? Um, yeah, this would be, this would be a great anecdote if we had a specific example of a film. Yeah, like this. that's the thing. I can't think of a film that that does it, but I can think it, of like it, female it, it name arty. and then like a statement about them, like Hannah takes the stairs mm. or was someone gets the fuck across. Brittany, Brittany runs a marathon. Oh yeah, um, what's that name? The movie I've seen it. Yeah, gets the fuck. Is he gets the fuck? Is he gets town? the fuck across town? Yeah. So there's there's precedent for like name and then interesting thing about them but you don't know why it's interesting it's only interesting because of itself because it's in the title yeah which is sort yeah, of I what think, i think i just like that yeah the the name 
description is yeah. just a cool title for yeah, me. Yeah, I agree. And so that that's why it's it's not because it's like Barbie and the Nutcracker. Oh, she's she's in the Nutcracker. It's like there's mm. there's a deeper like what describing someone by an item of their clothing yeah. says about that person. To be clear, Barbie in the Pink Shoes doesn't do this. It's an arbitrary title because yeah. Pink sells DVDs. But um, yeah, no, good point. Cool. Mm. So the best titles been The Men Who Stare at Goats and Barbie in the Pink Shoes. <laughs> Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 